0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I am your host Liz Fiddler, and today I am going to be talking about starting your own cup flowers, the pros and cons of trays versus plugs. Now I have done both I have started my own seeds, I've started them from scratch, I've I've started them in trays, I've bought plugs, I've gone back and forth about what is best for me and best for my business, and I have found that for the most part, pretty much an all or none approach is where I'm at. I thought that I was just going to buy trays this year for things that had to be started more than six weeks out. And then I was going to start my own trays and I had these 20 trays and they looked like crap. I just don't devote the time to them. I don't enjoy it. I don't like checking on them multiple times a day. If you mess up or forget to go, you know, water them for a day or two or turn on or off the lights, it can really cause the seedlings to get leggy and they're just not great quality. And so for me and my business, what works best for me is to buy them. Now, I have struggled a lot with wondering, is that cheating? Am I fully growing these flowers myself or am I cheating? Because I'm buying them when they're, you know, a little bit older and transplanting them. And I have decided that if any of you have said yes and said, yes, that's cheating, then I would love to go out for a beer with you and chat with you on how the majority of the egg industry Works. There are very, very few hog farms that are faro to finish, meaning it's just not profitable for a business to completely, you know, have the equipment and the infrastructure and the staff and, you know, focusing on breeding the pigs, birthing the piglets, raising the piglets up, and then selling them for bacon. There are very few dairy farms that will feed out their own steers. Most of the time, they sell that couple day old weaned baby calf to a feedlot that will buy them, or they'll vaccinate them, or they'll most of the time, you know, a lot of places will buy them when they're like, you know, 300 pounds or something like that. But in general, there are, it's just, it's really difficult to be a full service everything, okay? Think of it as going to a restaurant and, you know, did they did they raise the food? Do you question whether or not they grew those vegetables? Is it weird if they didn't because they cooked it, right? And so that's where I've come, like, I grow these flowers, but do I have to fully start them from seeds in order to say, like, completely grown here, and for me, there is a business that supports a lot of people. They ethically employ them. They start the plugs for me and then I buy them that way. And then I transplant them. I don't think it's cheating. I don't think that it's, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I don't think that there's, you know, and, and maybe some people really enjoy that badge of honor of saying like, I started these Lisianthus in January and Never mind that my electric bill went up $180 a month because of all the grow lights, but I grew them myself. Okay. I don't want to do that and I don't feel bad about it. So if you're listening and you struggle with the decision, I just want to give that perspective and you can agree or disagree with me, but I have moved on from any guilt of whether or not I grew them from seed. So Or started them from seed. You know, I still get them in trays. And trust me, you can still kill them. You can still kill them. Um, But both methods have their advantages and disadvantages. And understanding them can help you make an informed choice. So we're going to talk about the pros and cons of starting your own flowers in trays versus buying plugs. Let's start with starting your own flowers in trays. First of all, a pro is that it can be cost-effective. It depends. It depends how many you're growing. It depends what you would be doing differently. For me, if it means that I could spend, you know, those days picking up a shift as a nurse practitioner, if I could spend that time all spring doing something else, making more money, doing a coaching call, like if it's it's an opportunity cost that I cannot leave my house for a week or two at a time, it just, you know, there's there's an option. But it can be much more cost-effective to start your own flowers from seeds and trays because seeds are relatively inexpensive and you can grow a larger quantity of plants for the same price as a few plugs. Now, remember there is, and I'm getting into cons, but I'm just saying the cost-effective piece is a lot more complex than what you think it is because there's, like I said, there's your time and then, you know, if you look at your electric bill, all of that, but the actual trays, the actual seeds themselves yes way cheaper from that standpoint if you're trying to convince your husband to let you buy seeds or trays he's probably going to get you or probably going to say oh well this one's a tenth of the price again when you don't look at it comprehensively, and then also another reason that I still am probably going to start some of my own status this would be the only exception but is you can get a lot more varieties when you start them from seed in trays yourself. So growing from seeds allows you to choose a wider range of flowers. You might not have the freedom to experiment with, you know, unique or heirloom varieties that might not be available as plugs or the colors that you want. The status that I want the apricot color, I can't find it in plugs anywhere. So I think I'm going to start that one from seed. But also, you know, customization if you want you know more organic or more eco-friendly practices or whatever it might be you're probably better off starting them yourself because you cannot always guarantee that they're grown in a way that you want them to be grown especially if it's some sort of edible flower that type of thing because there are edible flowers that are used for garnishes etc. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break from this episode to talk about something else. We're going to talk about my course that I'm launching this fall, Peddling Perishable Products. So they are essentially, if you like the episodes where I tell you how to grow the flowers, I really think you're going to like the episodes where I tell you how to sell the flowers. Ultimately, I tried creating some podcast episodes talking about how I do things, and it just felt incomplete and I really want to make a difference and I want to make it easier on you and I don't want you to find out how to do things the hard way. If you want more information on how to sell your flowers and turn it into a comprehensive business, Click the link within this episode notes and sign up for a calendarly call. I promise it's not intimidating. It's 15 minutes. I'm going to tell you the stats on my sales. I'm going to give you information on the course. Ultimately, if at the end of the phone call the answer is no or not yet, I promise no hard feelings. I just really, really want to help you turn your cut flower hobby into a successful business if that's what you want to do. Again, no hard feelings. Just sign up on the calendarly link. Thanks. The cons of starting seed trays. Now, again, I'm not an unbiased opinion because I've obviously like given up on starting flowers from seeds for my whole business. So I'm sorry if I'm coming across negative, but I'm excited about the cons of starting from seed trays just because I don't enjoy doing it. But so it's time consuming. Growing flowers from seeds requires patience and time. It can take several weeks for seeds to germinate and develop into healthy seedlings. And novice gardeners might find the process challenging and time-consuming. I will say that, you know, we don't like what we're not good at. I spent a lot of time researching and figuring out how to get better at it, when to fertilize. You know, I used grow domes so that they wouldn't dampen off. I used saran wraps to keep the soil moist. Like, I got good at it. I just didn't like it. Starting flowers from seeds requires a certain level of gardening knowledge and skills. So you need proper seed starting techniques, temperature, light, moisture requirements to make sure that you're successful. Now, I definitely got better at it at year three, but then this year, year four, I kind of didn't give a crap because I knew I had a lot of plugs coming. So I was not so good at it this year, but it's also you know, you're going to have a longer growing season. And I would say that's probably the biggest thing for me is why I don't like to do it because I don't like to start my growing season. Now that I have ranunculus in the high tunnel, I mean, I'm starting to baby those around early March, raising and lowering the sides. I don't want to start my flower season any earlier than that. Um, I start harvesting and picking my tulips the beginning of April. I just, I don't want to start I don't want to be burnt out before it even begins. So that's a big, a big con for me. It just extends the growing season and I don't want to be growing. I mean, you got to start some of that eucalyptus and lisianthus mid January around here in Minnesota and for sure early February for snapdragons. And I just, I'm exhausted by the end of September and I do not want to, I don't want to add another month or two to that. Yeah. So those are some pros and cons to starting them in trays. Now we get to buying pre-grown plugs. So first of all, a pro, obviously it is time-saving. So purchasing pre-grown plugs allows you to skip the germination and early growth stages, saving time, effort, and you can start working with established plants right away. You do also have, and I would say this is probably the biggest thing for me, but you have predictable results. Buying plugs ensures a higher level of consistency and predictability in terms of plant quality and growth. So this can be beneficial for both novice gardeners who want, you know, reliable, better results and those that are selling the flowers to make money as a livelihood like me. It's just kind of skips some steps and allows for good quality product without having to worry too much. You also can extend your growing season in a good way that with plugs you get more mature plants and so this is particularly advantageous in my area with a shorter growing season and late planting season. So like snapdragons you know I can order them to come like immediately when they should be ready. You know I can plant them outside 2 weeks before my first or my last frost, which for me is about April 25th, and that allows for me to have snapdragons already being harvested mid-July. Cons of buying pre-grown plugs, definitely higher cost. Growing pre-grown plugs can be more expensive than starting seeds and the cost per plant is generally higher and A lot of times you have to purchase a large quantity to achieve the the desired flower yield. So meaning you have to buy them in groups of 125 to 210 plants. Now, those that are listening, I I bought some extras. I'm 99% sure I'm going to be selling some cut flowers next spring, cut flower plants as annuals. You don't need a license in Minnesota to sell annuals. I'm thinking I'm going to do that. I'm going to just sell off some extras like, you know, if you want 10 instead of 200, if you want 20 instead of 200, Snapdragons, Lysianthus, whatever they may be. I've been looking for a source around the area, a local source, and I just... The one that I was hoping for, it's its just not a good fit. But there are a few different wholesalers that you can buy them through. But the main one that I buy from is Farmer Bailey. It is retail pricing. You know, you don't need to show your EIN or your tax ID number or anything like that. So, I mean, it's, its you know, and you pay sales tax on it or I do. So it's, it's definitely... You know, it's not. They say it's wholesale, but it's it's not wholesale. It's retail, Um, but it's large quantities, and so that's where I buy mine from. All right, podcast listeners, I have an ask of you. Between writing these episodes, recording, editing, uploading, and the fees to even have an account, this podcast takes a lot of time effort and resources. I'm fortunate to have a team helping me out, but it's time to evaluate where this podcast is going and if we can continue doing this. I have had so many messages and emails letting me know that this podcast has brought some bit of joy to people's day or week and is entertaining, inspiring, or in some other day just improves their life, their drive, whatever it might be. And I want to keep this podcast focused on content that informs, entertains, and is mindful of your time. And one way to accomplish this is through direct listener support. Your support would help the show not only continue, but grow. If you look at this episode's notes, you'll find a link that talks about Sunny Mary Meadow Premium, I've set up a link where you can quickly and easily support the show and the whole thing takes about 60 seconds. We are asking for $7 a month to help continue our mission. If the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast is a part of your day or week and you love what you're doing, please visit the link and consider supporting us. As a special thank you, you will receive access to weekly bonus episodes of what we did on the farm that week. It's anywhere from a 5 to 15 minute episode. So think of that $7 as a high five to keep us going and creating the episodes. So it's less than $2 a week just to keep us going so we can keep doing this. Thank you. A con, obviously, of cut flower or of buying plugs is... As I said earlier, there's a limited variety section selection. So when you buy them, you're limited to the varieties available from the suppliers. And if you have specific varieties in mind, you might not find them as plugs. So certain varieties, certain colors aren't always available that way. Um, and then, of course, there is a higher potential for disease or pest introduction. So when purchasing plugs there's a risk of introducing diseases or pests into your garden. So knowing the source that they came from and a reputable supplier will help minimize the risk. So, I mean, that's with anything. If you know where it came from, if it's a reliable source, if it's a smaller source, if it's, you know, something that tailors specifically to you, I do think this is coming. If I had the resources or the the bandwidth or whatever, it, I would love, I would absolutely love to start like my own little plug business in Minnesota. And I'm sure it's coming by someone selling directly to flower farmers. I just don't know that it's profitable enough and the resources and to have a green. I mean, I've I've literally looked into this. I've talked to some other reputable greenhouses in the area and like encourage them to do this and unless there is a huge quantity there's just really not much of a profit margin for it they'd rather put them in trays of four to six and sell them that way um, to hobby cut flower growers but to those with a cut flower business that are buying in the quantity that we are I definitely think there is you know someone's going to start this business and they're going to have to do it large enough scale to make it profitable but there's definitely a need for this in the market and that would be a place that we could go to buy them i get mine shipped from like vermont and ohio and there is nowhere close that does it but even these greenhouses these local greenhouses they buy them from a plug company as well um shipping is astronomical which makes them expensive per plant but again for me it's what makes sense so You know, deciding whether or not to start your own flowers in trays or buy pre-grown plugs is a personal choice. And it depends on your resources, your goals, your experience. You know, starting in trays can offer some cost effectiveness, more variety selection. You can customize your options, but you need skills, you need time, you need patience. On the other hand, if you buy the plugs, it saves you time. There's predictable results and it extends your growing season, but it comes at a higher cost and limited variety selection. So as a novice gardener, you can weigh the pros and cons, consider your specific circumstances, and you can choose a combination of both methods if you want. This does not have to be all or none. And I do think, like I said, I, even though I'm like, no, I don't, I don't do trays, I don't do trays, I'm still going to do a few trays because I want that apricot colored status. Damn it. (laughs) And I can't find it anywhere in a plug. And it's a flower that I grow constantly. It's perfect for summer colors, summer bouquets. Honestly, June, late spring, all of July, all of August, all of September, all of October. Like it's frost hardy. That's the color of status that I want. And I'm going to grow it from seed. But yeah, you, you don't have to be all or none. But You can have the benefits of both and gain knowledge and experience and remember that the joy lies in the journey so embrace the learning process and you can bloom and grow along with your garden that was cheesy okay so there is my pros and cons of seeds starting seed trays versus plugs now one other thing that i haven't talked about is the cost of equipment the grow lights, the heat starting mats, the trays themselves, all of the soil, the potting mix. So I mean, I didn't even talk about that with the seeds. You know, it just, that initial investment is there. And I I have all that investment. I have a lot of grow lights. I have a lot of those things and I'm not going to get rid of them quite yet. We'll see, but I might just uh, put a little Facebook marketplace up. We'll see what happens. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. Let me know if you have any questions. You can send an email, podcast at sunnymerrymeadow.com. And if you are listening, if you're still listening to this very end, because I wonder who listens at the very end, um, take a screenshot and put it like in your stories or something and tag us. And just let us know that you're listening. We like to know who's out there listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Liz. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. At Sunny Merry Meadow. Subscribe to our email newsletter at sunnymerrymeadow.com. And if you have questions or comments or anything to say, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at sunnymerrymeadow.com. Flowers, flowers, we love flowers. Sunny Merry Meadow, they smell so good. sunnymerrymeadow.com.